Welcome, I'm Moshe Ferber. And I am Ariel Munafon. And this is the Silver Lining Podcast, a podcast about security architecture. Hello everyone, another episode of Silver Lining Podcast and uh, with me as uh, always, uh, Moshe. Hi, good morning, Ariel. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. And also uh, we're having a great uh, guest here, Eitan. Hi, Eitan. Hi, everyone. Good morning, Eitan. Eitan Satmari, the CISO for Tufin, the firewall uh, in management company. I think, you, uh, I think you will describe your company better than us. So first of all, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming here. My pleasure. Okay, excellent. Going to have a great episode with you. So Eitan, tell us a little bit about yourself, then tell us a couple of words about Tufin. Okay. I am 42 years old, uh, almost 43. Uh, now acting as the CIS of uh, Tufin for the last uh, nine months. Before that, I was uh, part of the Wix security team, and before that, uh, in consulting company, RSA, and more uh, companies. I came from the development area, development uh, aspect to, to the security. Uh, I'm also lecturing in the MBA of uh, Ono Academic about uh, cybersecurity tools and the SDLC course, which is hands-on course, on part of the Afeka Engineering College. That's it, more than 20 years in the area. Okay. I know Aitan uh, for many years, uh, we've done a couple of things together. He's one of the best uh, application security guys we have, and now he's developing to uh, CISO. So tell us, uh, tell us a bit about Tufin. Okay. Tufin, uh, it's a great company that established in uh, 2005, around 15 years ago, but uh, by two uh, ex-checkpoint engineers, which is very interesting, Ruvi Kitov and Ruven Harrison, uh, started as uh, the, the policy company, and still is the, the policy company, uh, have a great platform that's called TOS, which combine uh, to fin, uh, uh, fin chain, to fin track, and to fin application, which give you all the ability to understand what is going on in your network, and visibility, and the ability to Uh, enforce uh, policy in automatic way. It's uh, contained 14 uh, patents. We have uh, more than 2,000 uh, customers. Half of the Fortune 50 are customers. And it's keep going. Uh, now these days we, gave, uh, we have a new product. It's called uh, Secure Cloud, which give, you, give us a lot of uh, ability in the area of cloud container Kubernetes. And uh, now we have a new offer that uh, give us a full uh, solution for uh, hybrid companies, which most of the companies like this, which combine on-premise and cloud. Uh, we give the ability of uh, improved operation of uh, companies because we, for example, can see changes in these agile days in a minute. We can uh, change the policy as well and enforce it as well in minutes. Uh, it's a great tool for uh, compliance. We all have compliance, especially Moshe. <laughs> uh, as part of the, uh, and it's keep going, this part, and we have a great audit trail. And uh, the thing in Tufin, that it's changed from a solution to kind of ecosystem. Because nowadays, as a CISO, one of the first thing I look for it is invisibility. And the ability to know what is going on. Who talks with who, on what. And uh, Tufin gives you a whole solution from all point of view, for all, all uh, environments. And the interesting thing that we have, uh, I call it ecosystem because it's integrated with SIM products, with EDR, vulnerability management scannings. 
So, for example, if somebody is doing a scan, found somebody, he can talk to our a tool and can be added in the policy in minutes. Mm-hmm. And we keep going. Uh, that's it in a short review. Okay. Perfect. So our topic for today is uh, how, what it is like, what it is like being a CISO in a security company. I mean, we, we talk to many CISOs, but it's very different when you are a CISO in a company that everything it's doing is security product and security services. And uh, this is why we thought it would be interesting catching up with you about this. And I think the first aspect that really caught my attention is the fact that you are, pro- you are part of the team that is promoting innovation into the company products. Tell us a little bit about this. Tufin uh, has a, a big team of innovation led by the CTO of the company, co-founder Ruben Harrison, that all the time looks for uh, new challenges, new uh, trends, and new, solu- and new solutions. So this team are all the time researching the area, talking to customers, talking to products, uh, and they are talking with me as well. There are forums, there are meetings. We are trying to understand What is going to be the next thing? How can I improve it? Uh, it's very interesting. And I am be, to be part of it, it's one of the most interesting things for me. Because in security, it's like goalkeeper in most of the, com- in the companies. Be quiet. N- nothing will happen. It's okay. <laughs> Something will happen. It's your fault. Uh, you are need to be good, but you need to be avoid noise. Uh, like every manager, you are need to supply silence. Because that's your job. Uh, you usually don't send security. There is no bodies that sell security features most of the places. So the perspective of security, less money, less noise, less problems. And what is interesting in Tufina, and I think that in other companies that are maybe public traded like uh, Cyberac or maybe Checkpoint, that you are part of the innovation team. I am part of the sales process. I am part of everything. My opinion counts and... People want to know. Uh, it's, very, it's very interesting and very challenging. If somebody sent nice fishing, for example, I can get it from the CEO who told me, see, great fishing, nice new type. What do you say? <laughs> so uh, 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 he asked about uh, startups, interfaces, uh, trends, challenges. All the time, the ecosystem is very nice. It's very interesting. It's a security company, security by nature. The company is established by two security engineer X checkpoints. And it's something that is unusual, and it's the DNA of the company. Mm-hmm. Security is a state of mind, and it's very interesting. Well, one, one question, uh, Eitan. Uh, you, 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 Moshe told that you came from the de- developer, as being a developer. I also was a developer and get uh, to the system side. How do you feel if you know a regular CISO versus a, a, a CISO that came from the develop, uh, development, uh, develops, uh, development side uh, being part of this innovation? Very interesting. Uh, the advantage of being a developer, it's great in software companies. Mm-hmm. If you will put me in a bank or insurance company or, uh, or industrial ones, I'd be lost. Mm-hmm. I know what to be a developer. I was developing a security company. So... In my days, the security was a noise that you need to cancel it <laughs> because you need to, de- you need to develop. You are being, uh, you are being uh, challenged by the, the product and by your manager and the R&D is running, running. And who cares about security? I was part of the RSA company. It's the Sayota uh, 
נפתלי בנט קומפניס that was purchased by uh, uh, RSA. In 2007, until 2010, I was developing uh, SaaS services for the, there has a phishing uh, service or anti-trojan service. And then I changed to a role of a consultant. But being part of development gave me a huge advantage. I was a developer. I know how to talk to them. I understand the, how does it work. I was uh, writing code. I was debugging. I was got noise from the security. I was had penetration test on my code. I was shouting on penetration test guy consulting companies that, and tell them that they are not understanding anything <laughs> and they never develop a line. <laughs> I told them that it will never happen in production. They tested on QA. That's the reason. I told them it's not critical. It's low. I told them there is no severity. I told them everything. So it was very interesting to me to see the other side. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, to me, a security uh, officer or successor or whatever uh, that come from development has a huge advantage. Uh, only but in uh, software companies mm-hmm. especially in the software yeah. industry yeah. Yeah. yeah by the way the, the question that everybody likes to ask do you use your own product yes absolutely for, for sure yeah as <laughs> uh, uh, a beta as a system that his mind is uh, being asked uh, we are using our old the the legacy or the one uh, the toss product on our uh, network and we also use our other other product on the TOS product, uh, Secure Cloud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, one of the first meeting I had in the company is with the CTO. He asked my opinion about the features. What do I think? Uh, what is my opinion about this? And what is my opinion about that? And that's a big change. I mean, we used to have the CISO as a liability uh, unit. So now you're uh, part of the company's strategic uh, yes. goals. Yeah, so this I, is important. Do you know what you remember for, for that meeting? That I told him, don't put too many headlines <laughs> in, in the screen. I'm a CISO, I don't like to see red lines. Red lines for me, it's critical, and I, don't, I want to sleep at night. <laughs> and if I need to show it to the management or the board, they will kill me. Less red, red light. <laughs> for you, severe is yeah. green. <laughs> yeah. It's like Gamzo uh, <laughs> pen. Okay, so uh, are you also involved in the sales cycle? For instance, they bring you to talk to other CISOs and tell them, talk to them about security? Yes, and it, it's it, interesting, and I'm trying to uh, build an... Uh, process that is uh, be much more uh, efficient uh, you know CISO in uh, our dance story the their uh, contact with the uh, customers are via uh, questionnaires or when there are prob- problems uh, which kind of boring it's part of the compliance you get 300 3,000 I know, I know question and need to answer them uh, but uh, some sales in my company uh, want my opinion about their speech about the way you What am I looking for when I want to uh, see something? Uh, some of them look for my connection and maybe in the Israeli market as well. Uh, some of them put me in the front in, uh, in CISO because, uh, do you know, salespeople are from time to time, um, how do you say it uh, gently? Tell fairy tales. <laughs> and they have the idea that CISO won't tell fairy tales about his company. Uh, since we, our customers are huge, Uh, I think eight of the biggest banks or eight and five of out of the six of the big insurance company from time to time in order to uh, show them that our security level security posture poster or maturity level maturity level I came to uh, talk with them as a CISO to CISO as a CISO to deputy uh, security and it's kind of nice it's I showed them what they ask in their language 
uh, and make them relax and feel free to ask me whatever they like. I'm not telling them anything. I'm not telling my, my own uh, idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, maybe you should start up, uh, Ariel, maybe you should start a CISO club with him. Yeah, let's go. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. My pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Good idea, Moshe, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moshe has great ideas all the time. You just yeah. need to write them down. <laughs> so, uh, one interesting thing about Tufin is that they move from traditional on-premise security, managing your own uh, data center firewalls, into cloud-based uh, configuration management and uh, all of those stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about this shift, moving from uh, traditional to cloud-based? Yes. First of all, Uh, the product was the basic one is on premises now they have a SaaS service mm-hmm. so the, the company as a security company uh, understand that she need to do the, the shift that's the reason that by the way they, they hired me before the as a service there was no CISO uh, there was kind of security guy uh, I don't uh, know exactly what his title but it was more than hands on mm-hmm. there is also security guy a security architect part of the R&D and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, But establishing a, a security team with CISO, with all the uh, budget, by the way, and the responsibility was not. I also, in the short time, hired uh, one employee, and I plan to do more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Corona days, it's kind of uh, challenging. Uh, they do the shift, understanding what is required. Uh, use the other consultant, uh, have the resources, what is needed. And it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got, uh, f- first of all, the interesting thing is that, again, the CISO function was not there before the as-a-service, and we see this in many other companies, that basically when they start doing as-a-service, customers start asking questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even my previous companies, uh, uh, the CISO arrived after, uh, after the IPO, IPO. Or, or after uh, there was a kind of board or management audit, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think it's kind of started to change even the position of CISO is starting to change which is kind of interesting because usually you the when the CISO came from the physical security or from the networking it was one per target for him now that everybody see that the attacks are more and more uh, happening and you need to take responsibility the management and the the board and everything so So the CISO is, is uh, gaining more and more power, more gaining more resources and become part of the management, come of the uh, opinion. Uh, his opinion is started to uh, sound and it's good. Okay, so tell us a little bit, a little bit. you're the new CISO for established company. I mean, the company was uh, long existed before you came. It was a big one. It was already uh, in the stock market. It was already public. What do you do? I mean, uh, how do you move the company from traditional security to the new era? Oh, first of all, I think this, I built a methodology which I uh, kind of, uh, you know, all the, fr- the known framework kind of from NIST and uh, OWASP and whatever and SANS. I came to the company and the first thing I want to know, what should I protect? What is my critical asset? Maybe are the cars in the parking, there are good, car parking, the good cars there. Maybe the food, there is great food in the field. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. What are the critical assets? It can be credit cards. No, it can be PII. It can be financial data because we had IPO less than one, hour, one year ago. So I, need, I do a lot of meetings 
and I started to define what are my critical assets. By the way, I do it in two uh, methods. One data, okay, which was very kind of easy. Then about systems. Uh, for example, there are systems that can't be down in, uh, in period of time. If there is a system that uh, handles the sales cycling and it will be down all December, catastrophe. So I did a, a kind of critical asset mapping based on data and based on system on services. The, other th the second step was, what is my threat? I came from a website company. My, the threat was different. When you have a website in 190 I countries, everybody wants to get inside. There are credit cards, there are PIDs, there are everywhere, everything. Here is something else. Your main product is on-premise. Who wants to, to attack me? And why? Is it simple? How to do it? So I need, I did some process that of uh, defining the reference threat. And then, like uh, ex-consulting uh, company, <laughs> I, lo I love Excel. <laughs> you get used to it in uh, the age of 40. <laughs> um, and then I do kind of a security posture. Um, what, what, that, what that I mean? I got, uh, I built um, around eight domains, SDLC, which I like and I know good, instant response, endpoint security, awareness, um, physical security. And I ask a lot of questions, uh, to see, to give for myself where I'm good or not good, just to get to fill the area. <laughs> and then I take these three ingredients and, and create a, a good pie and uh, go to the, my, my, my manager, uh, Michal, which is a, a great CIO because she understands security and wants to, to, to be part of the DNA of the company. Uh, and she's involved in all the critical uh, decisions and kind of build a plan for 2020 and also for 2021 in, the, in my head. Uh, that was the process uh, as a big, at, at the beginning. And I tried to understand what I need. I tried to add security processes because you know something interesting in security companies. Everybody knows security, first of all. So uh, everybody, you don't need to explain what is phishing or Trojan or uh, malware or, uh, I don't know, XSS. Most of the company knows security good. Most of the com company knows security uh, products. Even the sales, they need to know. Uh, so you need to do, it, uh, to do it nicely that they know security, but they are not know security like the CISO. Uh, and even though they know security, they need to go through the security guy because I know them, I checked them, I was working at Checkpoint Palo Alto, I know everybody, the integration, everything is good. But so I know establishing a lot of processes, it can be for third party applications or in the procurement uh, process uh, and the R&D as well, which uh, I came from it. Do you know the R&D? They don't have bugs, they don't have security vulnerabilities and uh, they want to run because somebody is uh, pressing them all the time. And the moment you tell them you need to, to involve security, it's like you told them they, lo they lost their uh, last uh, salary. It's like this. No, it will uh, delay me. Not again. How do, how do I do it? Not. It's like this. So I'm trying to do it flexible without interrupting too much. Because if an R&D engineer 
know that he needs to contact me and it's been delaying for three days, we are both are not doing our job. So I'm trying to involve in, 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 increase security level, insert security more efficiently, and it's kind of challenging, a nice one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Um, what did you, during this, uh, again, you're building a, as a service, you need to set up some kind of a security policy for your customers, some kind of security SLA. What, like, for instance, I can be a... I can handle DDoS, I'm doing patches. Tell us a little bit about this process. I mean, how do you do this? How do you build this uh, matrix for your customers? Um, I built the dice, part of the risk management, which I didn't mention before, I kind of did a risk matrix. Okay? Excel, as you all uh, know and love, which based on the one of the my risks from... Uh, Uh, taking the servers uh, or the SaaS service down to to a uh, theft of uh, to spoofing to theft of uh, financial data and uh, I put it in a uh, what are the scenario that can be uh, the scenario that can uh, give us to that uh, point the vectors that the can vectors, lead to this uh, yes risk. exactly mm-hmm. uh, add some probability and severity mm-hmm. uh, and I do it for the SaaS service which is totally different from on-premise or the old company by the way the IT which I'm also responsible for And based on that, uh, using a consultant and doing understanding the risk, and by the way, talking to uh, the customers, my previous knowledge from Wix.com, I kind of built a, a plan uh, for handling these uh, attacks. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look at the difference between the on-premise, all the, the, the old uh, product that you have and, uh, and, and the new one, how they also did the, the company see, see that? Uh, or, or you, you know, it's a little different, I think. The company, the company uh, what, it, what is nice and very appreciated, they are open-minded and they are understanding. Mm-hmm. Because when I, I send you a box or a software that you install in your data center and something happened, Honestly, most of the chances that you are responsible for that and you didn't update the patches, you didn't uh, establish authentication or your password was 1, 2, 3, 4, I don't know. And they understand that now we are totally responsible. B- by the way, uh, as the, one of the first things I made in, uh, to fin- in parallel to the methodology is doing uh, ISO 2717 and 2718, cloud privacy and cloud security. Because... As you are, uh, uh, if customers want to check or f- try to understand your security level, security maturity level, the first thing is to ask about uh, compliances. So I, I want to show them that we've done things in the security of the cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay? By the way, these two compliances are also referred to the SaaS that I uh, consume, like Salesforce, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, uh, by the way, we see a lot of different compliances question the question is by the way are uh, much more uh, longer uh, about the SAS product than the toss product there is a uh, different change and say and you you must remember that our clients are one of the the youngest companies half of the fortune 50 so yeah mm-hmm. it, sh- it should be important and they should be <laughs> yeah. bigger yeah. <laughs> by the way for me it was very strange the, the cycle of this of the this uh, Of this selling mm-hmm. a lot of meetings and uh, questions and regulate it's very I came from weeks that you sell a site in five minutes in less than five minutes yeah. in uh, every moment and it's very different yeah. 
You know, it's very different selling to enterprises than to Yeah, regular. but you send security product to the financial sector, for example, it's mm. totally different. And it's interesting what they are looking for. Are they really want to know my security level? Because for me, compliance is the, is the, the, the minimum. Mm-hmm. Compliance, it's that, it's for me, it's that thing that you need to pass it. When you I say compliance, more. you mean uh, ISO 27.1, SOC 2, whatever. SOC, whatever, yes. They're like the most least domina- dominator. Yeah. You build on top of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, it's kind of uh, funny because take to the PCI, for example. I don't uh, need to be a PCI. Uh, it's, very, it's supposed to be a very difficult uh, compliance, very hard one, very tough one. Okay. They can require you to do code review, for example, or using WAF. Using WAF is very nice. You can put it in the electricity adapter and mm-hmm. turn it on. Policy won't be on blocking the uh, version from th- three years ago, and you don't block or monitor anything. So what? It's good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we, know, we know the problems. <laughs> with yeah, the so it's very interesting. With standardization. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, summarizing this, uh, CISO in a security company, first of all, you're part of the product, you're part of the innovation, you're part of the... Uh, sales. The, uh, even the sales, yeah. Even yeah, the sales. Uh, <laughs> talking about more the strategic stuff, but even the sales, yeah. Also, you're part of the sales cycle, people are consulting with you, customers are consulting with you. You're like uh, uh, some kind of uh, uh, advantage that they can bring to the table. Second, the interesting thing is that uh, only when the company moved into as a service, when they started doing SaaS offering, this is the first time that they really need to establish a security organization, not just a specific role, but a security uh, department. There was security architect in the R&D for mm-hmm. the last ten, uh, nine or ten years. There was security hands-on in the IT. The CISO was, all, as other companies, as another head of the IT director. He has mm-hmm. IT director or infra director mm-hmm. and security. Uh, uh, we see it in a lot of companies, by the way, and it's start, starting to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, again, but when you are as a service and you're selling to Fortune 500, people start asking questions. Yes, How do you exactly. protect your security? So the first thing you do was mapping all the assets, creating some kind of a risk management, um, which basically you label the risk, the vectors, and you add probability and the severity. And I also mm-hmm. have kind of grades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from these grades, I know what are the high priority and build the plan for what controls are giving the, the answer to the risks. Okay. And uh, on top, uh, when you finish that, you basically set up all the requirements for the as a service. I mean, you set up some kind of SLA, security SLA, and you uh, also uh, set up the standards that are basically your baseline, which is uh, 27, 17, 27, 19, SOC, t- SOC 2, right? Those are basically the things that you started with. Uh, yeah, I'm in process of SOC 2 doing it. Uh, I didn't finish, but the ISO I finished in the beginning uh, when I arrived. Okay, what uh, in the future? What do you plan? What do you want to add? What do you think will be your holy grail? Holy grail. Hmm. Future to be to fly to the moon. Staying in the clouds. I must say that everybody, every time I've been asked about the future, I go to one person, to my son. <laughs> All the time he have an idea about uh, now he wants me to go to the, ma- the is the high school manager and say, and send and tell her that she need to use Discord the gaming <laughs> platform instead of Zoom and he will be uh, doing a lesson on that. 
so all the time uh, so what is being the future I know the clouds as you it's not a kind of a secret is increasing all the time the kubernetes as well uh, the security problems that came in the cloud as you probably are came mostly from the human errors misconfiguration uh, I think that they, I already talked it in it with that on the with Moshe about that is the ability to, to do a, a knowledge sharing mm-hmm. between companies uh, beside the regulation because if somebody attacks LinkedIn or Google or Facebook or Wix or it's it's it, it uh, have a high probability that it's it will be attack the other company and the attacks are and the knowledge sharing is not exist incident response knowledge sharing exactly yeah. um, and the other thing is that the uh, Uh, single products won't survive that's what I see nicely in uh, Tufin you uh, combine hybrid you combine on-premise cloud Kubernetes combine everything and you have in, in a lot of integrations if you have a, so, a standalone product uh, you are in problem uh, automation is all the time a good uh, thing that everybody wants you can see that by the way that Palo Alto is the, buying a lot of products In order to come in a security platform all over mm-hmm. yeah. it will be increased Cisco as well um, uh, I don't know I see a lot of startups I love them I want to help them but it's sometimes uh, it's kind of annoying and they bring me back to the consulting age <laughs> um, that's it okay you gave uh, I think that the, the point of one uh, really one product it's not enough and uh, thinking about the ecosystem and building a, a portfolio is really a good point and we will talk also about the CISO and about the startups uh, after that thank you Aiton it was a my, pleasure my pleasure thank you also to our, all our listeners from all over the world and bye bye thank you very much thank you Aiton